ST-321, code clearance blue. We're starting our approach to deactivate the security shield. Hi, I'm Paul and I'm with my mate James and welcome to Code Clearance Blue, a show where we discuss all things Star Wars from our home here in the UK. We would be honoured if you would join us. I've been looking forward to this. Welcome back, intrepid listener. It is a new episode of Code Clearance Blue and we are here in the world or maybe the world beyond worlds. Who knows? Things are getting a little bit crazy in the Star Wars universe. But thankfully, my old mucker, Paolo, is with me on this journey. How you doing, bud? Very well, very well. I'm uh, going to another dimension. You know, the, the next I'll, bit. I'll pay close attention. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea what's going on, but it was good. <laughs> So I'm here to learn and discuss about the worlds. Oh, don't. Episode four of Ahsoka, Fallen Jedi, which uh, took on several meanings as the episode went along, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did, because it got me... Uh, we could talk about it. We'll have a little review of it in a minute. But, um, yeah, I, it got me thinking when I first saw that. I thought, oh, who, who is it? Mm. Which Which one are we talking yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it has lots of meaning. So, yeah, we can discuss that. That's good. Um, but apart from that, how's your week been? It's been quite it's, hot. It's been very hot, hasn't it? It's been very Tatooine-esque in the UK. <clears throat> it has, yeah. Plenty of water on board. Um, got the back door open as we speak because I, I need a little bit of air coming in. We're recording this um, sort of in the evening time here just outside of London and it is a bit sweaty, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's been all good. Got to uh, got to take the, the dog. I've got a dog, for those of you that don't know. Um, taking him for a little haircut at the start of next week because he's he's dying, bless him. He's, he's too hot for him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Too hot for him. But I made a little bit of a discovery this week. Um, oh, yeah. Sitting on the sofa with him the other night and I was just like giving him a stroke and like mucking about with him and that. And he started making this really strange noise and I was like <laughs> I was like hold on a minute this is sounds reminiscent of something from a galaxy far far away something that thrives in the exact opposite climate of the one we're experiencing right now as well um I sent you a little clip um I just like just people. just heard it and uh let's play it now for everyone to hear <laughs> <laughs> that's so good so so good it's great isn't it it's, it's, just, uh, it's uncanny what, what go on tell me what you think it sounds like um it sounds like i'll see you in hell um <laughs> <laughs> i never heard that noise it's uh it's a ton 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 from uh the wonderful world of hoff Absolutely. Is that, Absolutely. Is that correct? Yeah, it, it cracks me up. I was, because when we were talking about getting a dog, I, I really wanted to call it Chewy, just so that I could be over the park and say, come on, Chewy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, never get, it would never get old for me. No, no. But instead, we named him Ziggy, so... Ziggy's getting a starring role on the pod. But, uh, yeah, he just started playing this um, 
playing this game with him and he starts making this noise. And I was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> so, so there you go. It's good that all the families are are, in, are are intertwined with the galaxy or galaxies, however many galaxies there are now. That's it, mate. That's it. You've got to get everyone involved. You know, so, uh, yeah, no, really good. How about yourself? Anything going on? No, not really. No, we're um, experiencing the episode of Boba Fett with the twins. Right. Because there's quite a lot going on. And my four-year-old is just obsessed with the twin Jabba's niece and nephew, I think they were. Nice. And why um, they use a white animal to cool down, wipe their sweat off their brow, and they've still got frogs. They're being carried around the town. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of going on. The confusion. They like, so, a, like a little bit of that. Do they being carried about? Like, yeah. You know, so just like... for previous episodes we've been talking about. Yeah, he's he's just really into sort of Return of the Jedi and um, uh, just the Jabba's palace scene and Jabba the Heart and the slug, as he calls him, and the slug that eats frogs, which is a whole episode dedicated to it. Um, and uh, yeah, now I've sort of moved him on. So, oh, there's other slugs. So now I'm introducing him. I haven't shown him episode one yet. <clears throat> um, where Jabba's obviously he starts the old uh, pod race, doesn't he? Yeah, so it's only a bit yeah. of more of a cameo role in episode yeah, one. Like yeah, a couple of shots, isn't it? Yeah, but he does. I think he does eat a frog's head and then uses that to start the race, doesn't he? That's true. He spits it out on the gong. And there is a Mrs. Jabber in the background, I think. Yeah, Gardula, that's right. So, that would be slave. Leaving that would be slave, that one. Well, I was going to say, also, you've got a bit of a quandary as well now, because obviously you could show him the special edition of A New Hope. Yes, yes. But do you want to do that, or do you want to show him the original? Yes, well, from a Disney Plus perspective, it's only the one version, isn't it? Hmm. I have to show them what the DVD looks like. Yeah, they got you by the unmentionables there, haven't they? Yeah. It's I don't think it's even on DVD, is it? It's just a special um, edition. There's, you can, there's, 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 there's ways and means of getting hold of a, a despecialised edition if you go on online. Yeah, YouTube. I do. Um, no, not on, no, there's, there's outlets that can supply right. it. Um, I've got a copy of it on a USB stick. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, also, actually, thinking about it, they did release a DVD set, didn't they? Like about twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah. And it was the it was the special editions, but they had the um, original versions on the flip side of the disc, or like yeah. on the disc. So it might be worth checking them down because I think on eBay you can pick them up for. A few quid each or something. Yeah. Might be worth it. Was looking on eBay for Jabba's Palace, you know, as a toy. It's quite oh, very expensive. Is it? Well, what are we mm. talking about? Like original toy? Yeah? Yeah. For like the 80s toy or? I think so. I, think, I don't know. It could have been the more up-to-date version, like, you know, the special edition version. Hmm. Um, but I don't think it was that huge price, but yeah, it's quite punchy. There's quite a lot to it, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of anyway. So that was my week, but then obviously Wednesday turned up, and uh, you had a little day trip, didn't you? So how did you 
where did you end up watching it? Because I know that you tried out to squeeze it in somewhere. Oh, mate, I, was, I had a bit of an <laughs> it was a bit of a nightmare actually. Just as an addendum to the um, to the slugs, um, are you going to show them zero the hut? Just out of interest. <laughs> I wasn't planning <laughs> on it. <laughs> the forgotten hut. The forgotten hut. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when they're a bit older. Maybe yeah. Because that might throw up a few few different questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Wednesday, um, yeah, I had a bit of a nightmare because my youngest was going back to school. So we had to get up and obviously deal with all of that. And then I had to um, leave to go up to London to meet all of my work colleagues because we were having our summer day out. So we got treated to lunch and a... Uh, a couple of uh, sightseeing bits around um, sort of central London and stuff, so that was good. But it only left me with about a 45-minute window from dropping dropping at school to having to get my train. So you text me very kindly early in the morning to say, oh, it's only about half an hour long if you um, take out all the credits and the, and the uh, intro and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, great, I can do it. Um, but when I got back from school, came in, turned my telly on, and it was just—it never does this, but it was just running so slowly. Oh. So I was selecting the app, and it was like taking about like like up to a minute for it to like come on, whereas normally it's just instantaneous. And then when I got the app up, it it didn't load like the little Disney Plus like um logo or anything it's just like a gray box and all that so i was like oh here we go <laughs> everyone's rushing to watch it yeah the clock was ticking you know so like i bloody tried about six times i went and reset my router um it was saying it was connected to the internet just fine and everything so i didn't really know what the problem was so i jumped got my laptop out and i was like gonna load it up on the internet and just watch it on my laptop because i thought it's better than nothing um, and then I was trying to log into the Disney Plus app and it kept saying that I'd forgotten my passwords. Oh man, I think someone told me trying to tell you something. Yeah. I was Don't like, yeah, I was like, this is not happening, is it? So I did the old forgot my password and like tried to reset it. But as I did that, my other hand was like still doing on and off on the TV and stuff. And thankfully it came up um, and I, ha- I literally had 30 minutes to watch it. Right. So it came just like it came just on the cusp. Um, but yeah, it was touch and go, mate. I was I was not an happy bunny, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well I did yeah, it wasn't it was quite nice. I watched it quite early, like five o'clock or whenever it was up and nice and peaceful in there, you know. And um yeah, it was oh it was it was a good one, wasn't it? It rattled through. Yeah. I mean, first of all, that that title. Yes. Um, what was your uh, your feeling on that? I mean, gut reaction. I thought well, it gut might... reaction wasn't wasn't going to be what happened. No, no, not at all. I mean, I thought I thought maybe we'd get a little bit more backstory, maybe of Balin and mm. Shin more more Balin because we know he was a Jedi. But yeah, I thought maybe we'd get a little bit more backstory on on them. But then, as I said at the start of the of our episode here, like it actually took on two or three meanings throughout the uh 
throughout the, uh, the, the the episode as it went on, didn't it? Yeah, totally. I mean, it was it was yeah, it was a clever clever thing to do because it was always keeping you guessing because you're like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's uh, maybe it's her or maybe it's him or maybe it's, yeah, it's Balin or maybe it was Ahsoka, you know. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. Yeah, it was um, good. But yeah, obviously there was a bit of. I think at the beginning there was a bit of, obviously a bit of ship fixing. Always need a bit of fixing of a ship. Yeah, Chewbacca style. Definitely. Um. And uh, yeah, no, it was really good. It was really good. But then that obviously, I think in that first scene that Ahsoka was talking, and she said that we might have to sort of decide about the map, which obviously set up a little bit later what was going to happen, which I thought was. I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. She's saying that. Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah, that was um, that was good. That was good. Though. And that's kind of a classic Star Wars trope, isn't it? That to be kind of like you expect to do one thing, but actually, when Jedi's are involved, it's like you kind of have to go with the greater good, and that might not be what you want. Yeah, you know. And she set that up really nicely, and and for the audience as well, it sets it up really nicely to be like, you know, what actually, if they do find them. Like hooray, yeah, we found Ezra, but then also it means there's but the op- the option for Thrawn to come through, yeah, and, the, and create havoc, yeah. Is, is that the first time she said the heir to the Empire? Who's the heir I to think, the Empire? Did she, she say? I think she might have said it maybe in one of the other episodes as well. Maybe, yeah. Um, because it's like it just seems to be like his name and his job title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thrawn, heir to the Empire. Sort of like you say it together, you don't just say Thrawn anymore. <laughs> I think he's got that printed on his business cards. <laughs> like he's uh, it's just it's like a double-barreled name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just they go together hand in hand. Um, yeah, it's kind of Ahsoka. There was a lot of sort of close-ups of her looking into the forest and stuff. So you just thought, oh, maybe. So it's not quite. You know, she's. You know what I mean? Like. She didn't have a good feeling about it, type of thing. Yeah, I think she maybe maybe just had a sense of, you know, it's just like, about to happen. Yeah, or or just maybe the odds are against them a little bit, you know, that sort of mm. thing. And then, like you say, they send old Hawaii Five O outside to fix the ship. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, they get they, the ship gets surrounded by all those those minions of um, Morgan. Um, and we see a little bit of robot fisticuffs, don't we? Droid fisticuffs. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty nifty. It was very good, yeah, because obviously he's got a little bit of skills, isn't he? Yeah, and he had those two little arms that could, like sort of almost chopper-esque. Yeah. That came out and, like, you know, started poking <laughs> one and that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, then we saw, um, I think Shin then goes into the forest, doesn't she, with old, uh, what's his name? Matt, um, what's his name, the other one? Um, and then, but then I'll tell you what really impressed me was um, <clears throat> is uh, just when he says, You sound scared, he says, Oh, something like that. He went, Experience, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, Oh, yeah, he's he's really good, really yeah, good. No. I just want, I just want to say, I just a little tip of the hat to Hawaii, though. That that little they obviously had that pre planned as like uh oh my god there's trouble like when he just like reached up and like cut all the power to the ship mm. and Sabine's like oh what's that bloody droid done now and the yes. like no 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 
There's something going on there. There's something going on. Yeah, that that was like really. I I like that because obviously it's it's like visually good, but like it just kind of it's like another little building of layer of their relationship together. They've got that sort mm. of fail safe in place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, and Sabine was in her full gear, wasn't she as well? Yeah, loved that. She got the two, the double double blasters out and everything. That was really good. Good to see. Yeah, we saw some Mandalorian tricks, which we'll yeah. talk about in a bit. But yeah, yes. some good old, good old, literally up her sleeve. Yes, that yeah, that was excellent. We'll get we'll get there. But then, as you say, yeah. So yeah, as Shin goes off with old what's his name? Yeah, well, I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. Come on. <laughs> Oh, I keep forgetting his names, you know. I mean, man, man, look, man, look, man, talk. <laughs> Merrick. Almost. Almost. Oh, I don't know. John Merrick. John Merrick. He never forgets. And, uh, yeah, the guy that in his suit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that lasted long, didn't it? Marrock. Marrock. That's it. Marrock. Marrock. It's too much to remember. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Because, yeah, well, obviously, Ahsoka and Sabina, like, running through the forest because she's like, we've got to get the map back. Um, but with the with the question mark over the top of what are we going to do with it when we get it, mm. you know, Ahsoka's pushing the fact that Thrawn really can't come back, and that's for the greater good of the whole galaxy. Um, whereas, obviously, getting Ezra back would be wonderful. Um, but only for like her and Sabine and Hera and Chopper and yeah. Zeb, wherever Zeb is at the moment. Wherever Zeb is. Zeb is there, Zebedee. So yeah, so they go running off and yeah, like you say, old Balin's just like, experience. Mm. Let's let's send the, uh, the double trouble off to, to head them off. Yeah. And we get uh, some decent lightsaber action. Yes. Yes, we get, we get a bit of Bit of double lightsaber, don't we? Yeah, which is really, really good. Sort of double fight. Um, but I think before they go, he, I mean, of the Hawaii Five O says, uh, "You should stick together. That's what you're oh. best at." Yeah, and um, they were when they were sticking together, really good. Sort of like this Mandalorian, sort of you know, double blast in it, and Ahsoka double lightsaber in it, and yeah, it was really good. And then they sort of split off, didn't they? Split up. Yeah, they did, which pro- probably led to their downfall. Um, she only used one lightsaber, which is actually quite interesting. Yeah, so she put one away and then um, only used the one, which I thought, okay, this is quite interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah. And especially the way that she ended the duel as well, like, because Maroc, like, did the old, like, they do this in... Um, in rebels all the time, like spinning their bloody double-ended lights. Yeah, yeah. And one as well. They done it in, didn't they? As well. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and like, like she obviously just knew like there was probably only one angle that she could like take to get through and, and slice him like that, and she did it. Yeah. So may, maybe having the two blades out would have complicated it more, maybe because she had she was holding it with two hands, wasn't she? Yes. So it must have been a particular movement that she had to do. To, to sort of cut her way through that maybe mm. it happens so quick that there's like there's no ambiguity like you can't you can't really watch it and sort of see what happens so they obviously did that on purpose I guess yeah it's excellent um, yeah 
I can't remember. There was a fight that's a bit like that, isn't there? Where, um, where somebody does something like that, and then suddenly, like, it, they just fall off. Maybe it's maybe it was Darth Maul. Maybe that's the one I was sort of trying to compare with. But um, yeah, she sort of just ducks, and he's just like a bit of green comes out of his stomach, and then that's it. <laughs> All of that online chatter about who is Morocco. Yeah, my whole YouTube dashboard full, full of videos <laughs> of it's Anakin, it's this bloke, it's the one you were talking about last week from oh, uh, the the games, Star Killer, yeah, Star Killer, and then it was just we don't know, there was, was nobody. Just, it was just a cloud of green dust, just a cloud of green, cloud of green. Um, but then we cut back to um back to the rebels don't we well just before we do that i just want to say like because i've had time to mull on on Morocco's death now and yep. cloud of green does suggest to me maybe like sort of sort of like like sort of nice sister magic okay because particularly in um the clone wars i do remember a lot of like with Mother Towson and that, like when they were doing their magic, like it, I, th- I think it was mostly kind of like it looked green. So I, I don't know if maybe Maroc was something that maybe Morgan had like conjured up because we don't, we don't really know. I, I presume he was, but we don't really know if he was part of the Inquisitors that, that Vader got together, like spanning that mm. whole era like back and like across the original trilogy and and kenobi and all that sort of stuff so yeah he feels like it, i guess only because of that lightsaber and sort of thing and i suppose the inquisitors are out of work post jedi aren't they so there's not many of them knocking about still and there's not many yeah exactly there's not many of them yeah so um but yeah so it does feel a little bit like that yeah whereas Balin doesn't feel like an Inquisitor. He just felt like a bit of a freelance Jedi type. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think he's just the, like a used to be a Jedi, got disillusioned, and and has just become like you say, like a, a, a saber for hire. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously has a bit of dark side about him because he likes a bit. He likes the idea of the power and stuff, which he's yeah. obviously talked to Shin a lot about. Mm. Um. But yeah, I think, and then yeah, I think, bef- I think even before they have a little, their 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 fight, they um they go to the rebels and we see old Carson, you know, and yeah. then the way he's but he's back, and once a rebel, always a rebel, and all that stuff. Yeah, that was a nice little nice little interlude there, just to get them yeah. shooting off to go and go and find them at sea top. Go yeah. find them. Yeah, yeah, it's good um, when he old Carson popped up. I was I gave a little yay. There he is. Yeah, there he is. He's always helping out the old rebels, isn't he? That's it. That's um, it. He's, he's, if there's a, a slightly dubious job to be done, you can count on Carson. Count on Carson. Um, yeah, so... Um, Not Willie Carson. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Carson. He wouldn't, be able to, he wouldn't be able to reach the controls in the cockpit. No. Um, and then I think then we see sort of Ahsoka, Sabine and... Have their little jewel. Yeah, know, so yeah, so really we, good. yeah, we discussed all that and then to their downfall and Hawaii wouldn't be very happy, but 
they decide to split up. Yeah. And Ahsoka runs to the edge of the cliff where they've got obviously all of the uh, the map and all that caper, but Sabine stays in the forest to fight Shin. Yeah. Um, and they have a nice little jaw again. But then, yeah, Sabine, it, that bit really like threw me like when, when it first happened. Cause I was like, Oh, she tried it, but then it didn't work. Like when she tried to use the force. Yeah. I don't know if you, uh, whether that was just a decoy. Cause no, she had a little thing underneath a little Mandalorian blaster underneath her wrist. Yeah, she did, but I think that was the backup plan. I think she really right. tried to do she it. She was trying to do it. Yeah, I really think it just she just wasn't working. Yeah, and and Shin, like, she proper turns away expecting to be hit, you know, yeah. and then she's just like, oh, you've got no real power, and then it's just like... <laughs> yeah. Decent little um, fake out. But, yeah, I think I do think Sabine really was trying it then. Um, and then Ahsoka's, obviously, then she's underneath the map of stars. Yes. And uh, she has a little bit of a chat. A little bit of a baby. Yeah, and old Mr. Anakin Skywalker gets a mention. Oh, yes. And she's like, I don't care about him. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for the future, not the past. Yeah, I love that. She's like, it's funny. He's never mentioned you. Yeah. <laughs> and you are. Uh... <laughs> Name's Baden Skull. I knew Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was. um. That was quite good. Now, I don't, I'm not particularly amoured with Balan's fighting style, I've got to say. Mm. It's a bit blocky. It's a bit. He's a bit old, isn't he? He's a bit, he's a bit Christopher Lee. Yeah. But even Christopher Lee had a bit of swagger about him. He does, yeah. Balan makes one, one cool move, like in the middle of their jaw where he kind of does like a bit of a twirly flip thing and like goes for her. But the rest of the time, he's very just like, up, down, side, side, mm. up, down. Like he goes, he goes for power more than sort of agility or or style. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's very much blocking power, especially when um, Sabine gets back involved. No, does she? Yeah, she does. Yeah, because obviously she comes back, doesn't she? And then uh, he's there, like, doo, doo, blocking her sort of blaster. That was obviously very blocky, but, but yeah, you're right. Um, there's not whereas Ahsoka was very good. I mean, she had a couple of Darth Maul flips in there, and well, Darth Maul slash Yoda flip, you know. Mm. Uh, um, she was very very agile, but yeah. she sort of needed to be because obviously this guy's pretty good. Yeah, that's the thing. I think yeah, because like when I watched it the second time, I watched it when I got home later that day as well. Um. Like he he kind of uses his brute strength to push her back towards the edge of the cliff, particularly yes. the end of the jaw. But like what I really find found fascinating was like at the beginning when they were circling each other and taking their cloaks off and stuff. I was like, wouldn't it be really funny if Balin was slightly distracted by talking and she just like kind of leant round him a little bit and just like used the force to pull the map out of the the rock mm. and just went off with it and <laughs> just be like, I've got it. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they kind of do that later on in the duel where they're like she's getting closer to the map and he's trying to block it, but they're still trying to like cut each other down. So they're like they're they're only sort of really touching sabers, like really sort of like slightly and stuff, but it's like all behind their back and over the shoulder and 
while they're still trying yeah. to like, do you know what I mean? It's a bit like a chess game. Yeah, because she's trying to be quite quick and trying to get around him. But like you say, he's very blocky. He's very, he's really pushing her lightsaber down. And she, there was loads where it was scraping the floor and stuff like that, wasn't there? The, like mm. moments. And she's done loads of spins and all sorts of things. And then I think at some point he threw a rock at her because you've got to throw a rock at someone and you use the force. It's a good way of breaking up a little bit of lightsaber action. And then I think that's when she started doing her like acrobatics where she's like flipping over mm. and then i think that's when she was right near the map sort of getting that and then and then something quite interesting happened there well i think then we there's definitely a moment where they sort of cut in between the two don't they where they then come back to shin and sabine and then they come back so you've got that sort of double lightsaber fight going on which is quite good which obviously they tried to do a little bit in obi-wan didn't they where you've got Obi-Wan Darth Vader going on and then you've got the Luke sort of scene going on as well, you know, and it's quite trying to cut in between the two to keep the tension going. And then I think that's when you see her using the Force, like you said, and or is it the Force? And she goes, you have no power. <laughs> <laughs> and then uses her little gun. But yeah, then we, yeah, it's quite, that was really good, that sort of section, because he kind of, think again, he brought up Anakin, didn't he? Like I said, your master is like death and destruction or something. I don't know. He's like got real bugbear for Anakin, this guy. Yeah, he, do, he does. He, he, he says to her, like, like when she, like, when they're first talking, like, you, you can, you still get the sense that he doesn't really want to, like, like kill her or tangle with her. But when she put, she pulled, she's the one to pull the saber out first. And he just goes, how inevitable. Yes. yes. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and, and then, like you say, he brings up that, the whole thing about like uh, like it didn't have to be this way, but uh, mm. but because it's you and because of the way that you've been trained and the Jedi Order used to be, this is how it is going to be because you guys can't mm. sort of resist getting into a into a scrap, I guess. Yeah, you know. So all of that coupled together, and then what was interesting there, and I don't know if this. It's part of what happens where obviously she picks the map up and sort of gets this sort of burn, you know, like flashback to Indiana Jones Lost Lost Rays of the Lost Art where the German guy picks up the <laughs> the medallion from the hot fire. Yeah. Um and that obviously weakens her quite a lot. Um, but I don't know if that because she has that ingrained on her, that map, I don't know. Or it doesn't look like when she holds it out for the force, I think it just looks quite burnt. It doesn't look like the map's ingrained and then she somehow gets pulled into the map or anything like random like that. Any kind of side story. I think she's just genuinely really burnt. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think Morgan's probably put like a hex on it or something so that if, if someone like Ahsoka did come along and, and try to just handle the map in that fashion, then they would get burnt and they wouldn't be able to hold on to it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, so she, so Morgan would be able to do it, do it okay, and anyone that she would allow, but anyone outside of that circle, so to speak, would suffer the consequences. Yeah. You know, and that definitely weakened him because then that was when he got he gained that brute force of just bosh, bosh, and yes. she was sort of like, and then, and then we had our fallen Jedi. Maybe that's the fallen Jedi. Well, that's definitely one, she, one meaning, yes, because <laughs> she's literally over the, the cliff. Yeah, yeah the tumble. Yeah. And I thought, ah, oh, she'll come back. She'll have a rocket pack or, you know, there'll be a Mandalorian to rescue her or, you know, there's always, you know, 
whenever you go over a cliff, there's always a millennial falcon that pulls you out. <laughs> well, the, ca- the cavalry was on its way, wasn't it? But it, it was nowhere near to that, yeah. Um, and then obviously Sabine blesses there, ready to shoot the map. Yeah, and well, he does, that... and he does a little bit of cheeky, uh, cheeky manipulation with her. Yeah, reverse psychology is best. Yeah. Although, yeah, because obviously the the rebel ships turn up, the X wings and everything, and they're like, oh, that that um the uh, the eye of Scion or whatever they this called is like they're like, oh, it's still it's still making its jump into hyperspace, and they're just like, oh, geez. And her son got the line, didn't he, Mom? I've got a bad feeling. <laughs> yes. Get in. I don't think he said, did he not say this, though? I just said, I've got a bad feeling. Yeah, he just said, I've got a bad feeling, yeah. yeah. So he's sort of um, done half the line. He's done half the line, yeah. They mm. didn't give him the full line because they'd have to give him like a full day's full wage if he spoke over the eight words. Yeah. You know what child labour laws are like? Yeah. <laughs> Good old co-pilot. Child co-pilot. Um... Yeah, so then obviously the whole reverse psychology was really good because, again, just he, he's a great character. You know, he's a, like, unfortunately, because he has passed away, then obviously I don't think we're going to see much of him. Well, yeah, we don't know what happens to his character, obviously, in this series anyway, but um, he's really good, you know, really typically, you know, has that sort of British accent about him, the beard, the presence, the sort of, yeah, everything about him. And then, yeah, just does the whole you want to see Ezra again and the fact that he said, I give my word and then obviously she has the map over and then Shin comes in does a bit of choking um, and that was interesting though because he said stop mm. I gave my word it's like, mm. oh, okay so he still has a little bit about him that's you know and then Shin didn't want to do it first but then she did take she did take the orders didn't she from him she did yeah she didn't she had she didn't do it to start off but he, he said he said he said it again didn't he and then it's like i gave her my word but he was like he's really trying to win her over because he was like unlike her master i'll keep mine yeah i'll keep mine yeah you know that so like they're really he's really trying to like get her to to start thinking on their on their um on their time rather than Ahsoka's but um yeah that was really good it was really good it's, it is such a shame that Ray Stevenson's not going to be around to yeah to kind of get the kudos and the love that no doubt he would have got if he did like conventions and future celebrations yeah. and stuff do you know what I mean real shame um but yeah that that was really good the way that he um manipulated her into handing it over but what was really interesting was like you know, she was like, I'm going to blast the map. And then Ahsoka was like, blast the map. And then mm. he was like, your master, you're like, just destroy the map. Your master would do it as well. Like, just do it. Mm. And then like five minutes later, he's got it back. And then he destroys it anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? So. But, I suppose but, that, but obviously at that point, we know they know the route, don't they? Well, no, I think at that point they still needed the map to get like the last couple of coordinates ironed out, I think. And then and then he destroyed it. But it's yeah. still, it was just like, 
like Sabine's watching all of this and then he just like he just like puts his saber into it and explodes it. And yeah, just, that's really cool that bit. Yeah. But she's she must be thinking, what on earth is going on? Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and then they fly up to the eye of, of Scion so they can be on board. And then obviously the X Wings are, are like mounting a bit of a, a blockade and Sabine's like, Oh, it's Hera. Um I said she'd get yes. captured, didn't I? Yeah. Knew it. Did he did? She's she's not savvy enough, is she? Nah, hostage one hundred and one, isn't it? Um, but yeah, but it's more old Morgan's just like ignore them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he did say when he destroyed the map, yeah, no one would be following us. So I thought, you know, oh, it's, I mean, you know, it's great that you know it's classic, classic Star Wars. It's proper against the odds. We've got a princess that's been captured. <laughs> you know, we've got a small rebel fleet that's been decimated. <laughs> you know? yeah. We've got this hyperspace ring that goes somewhere that no one knows the coordinates to, but then somehow we'll find her. Um, what they called in um, in the, the the film when they're trying to find uh, Sidious, there's pyramids. What were they called? Oh, the wayfinders. Wayfinders. Yeah, we'll find one of them that finds the, the brute. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Go and see Lando car is in. <laughs> He's got one. He'll sort you out, mate. He can, He'll sort you. He can lay his hands on anything, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so. Yeah. So they've made the trip. They, they're through. They've gone. They're through. They're done. They're, they're, they're there. They've done it. With two well, episodes we're... left. No, we've got four episodes, mate. We're only halfway through. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, wow. we've got eight. Six. Ah, we've got eight, mate. Oh, excellent. Yes. Yeah, plenty more story to come. So but... no more story with the main with the main character. Yeah. <laughs> or is there Or so we thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they've they've for for all intents and purposes, their coordinates were correct and they've they've gone shooting through to the other galaxy now. So they're there. And then obviously we're just like, well, where's Ahsoka? And I didn't really like the way they they did they transitioned to it. I thought it was a bit lame. How they just like panned across from the edge of the, the stone island bit into the ocean. And then it was just like she's laying there. Yeah, it was a bit it was a bit odd. I mean, it was good. I knew I you know, again, my expectation was she was hanging on a cliff or something, you know what I mean? She's alive, you don't, you know, don't cut her off. And then, yeah, like you say, suddenly she's upside down. You well, see she's, the, cameras, she's... the camera's there, and then suddenly you just see her there, she's upside down. Mm. And you need to explain this bit. Where uh, the fuck is she? Mate, I'll, I'll try. I'll try my best. But basically, she, when she wakes up, she's so... In the in the, the sort of like the pre build up to this week, I was talking about the the world between worlds thing that goes on in Rebels. Yes, which is kind of like I call it a time travel device, but Dave Filoni has come out and said that it isn't time travel. But I don't really know how he can say it isn't because it kind of is. It's a whole thing, but yeah, that basically she's woken up in the world between worlds, which we see in an episode of um, Rebels, and it kind of allows people to go through gateways 
and you can go through to like different points in time. Um, and so Sidious wanted access to it because obviously that would give him even more power because he'd be able to like go and go back in time, go forward in time and, and all that sort of thing. Um, and Ez- Ezra manages to crack the code of how to get through this one particular gateway on Lothal before Sidious and Sidious and his scientists get to do it. And he goes into he goes into that world beyond worlds or between worlds, sorry. And he opens another gateway where he sees the fight between Ahsoka and Vader, which you've seen, haven't you've seen it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and but then Ahsoka is getting beaten in the fight, and Vader's coming in for like a kill strike, and Ezra reaches through the gateway and pulls Ahsoka into the world between worlds. And then he's like, Ezra's like, oh, if I can do that, I can go and rescue Kanan. Yeah. Ahsoka, Ahsoka talks him out of it because she's like, well, if you rescue him, everyone else in on the ghost will perish because he sacrificed himself to save Hera and Sabine and Seb and, and Ezra. So, you know, so she was, she took, she basically, she basically talked him out of it. But the thing for me is like, he Ezra could have gone. gone that way. He could have rescued him, like because it is kind of time traveling. Because you can go to various points as long as there's a gateway. Mm. Um, you can you can kind of interfere with what happens at that point in time. Right. Um, so where are we? Do you think in this point in time when he says? When obviously we hear the voice, she wakes up and we hear this voice. She doesn't wake up, you know what I mean? She she stands up. Yeah. And then we hear him say, um, I didn't expect to see you, you know, so soon. Mm. And I was like, hello. I've, uh, you know what I mean? Here we go. So and then there he is standing there. So wh- where is where is this then? So, so the, it's the, yeah, it's the world between worlds. And I'm guessing by that line, he says, I didn't expect to see you here so soon is I wonder if it means that he thinks Ahsoka is dead and she's there because she can, she's going to become like a force ghost. Yes. So this might be where Jedi sort of meander around when they're not sort of projecting themselves to like the people in like the living world, so to speak. So that, that was, I mean, obviously I didn't, yeah, obviously it came across my head with the world's because obviously you mentioned this and we spoke about it before, mm. but really when I was watching, I thought maybe she's dead. Maybe she is. Dead. Like, maybe this is what happens when Jedi's go. Yeah. And you know, when Obi-Wan, you know, decided to, and maybe she has done an Obi-Wan and decided to think, right, I'm actually going to be more powerful. Yeah. Strike me down. I'll become more powerful than you ever, you know what I mean? Like she's, she's sort of, when she had all those shots beforehand in this episode, maybe she was contemplating that she'd actually I mean, become more powerful as a as a force. You know what I mean? Because she's training or whatever, she, whatever reason for it is. I mean, I I that hadn't crossed my mind, but that's perfectly decent view of it. I think, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was watching it, I just felt I've, well, it wasn't. It was just that line, really. Oh, you inspect he's here so soon. I just thought. Oh, she must be a she must be a goner. Yeah, 
No, like, and the more you say it as well, the more it does it does come across like that. Like, Anna can could literally just be like, Ahsoka will be here one day, but not for ages yet. Because yeah, she's still like she's still <clears throat> fairly young, not young, but like you know she's not exactly like old, and no. she's she's a good warrior and sensible, and so she, you know he he wouldn't expect her to sort of die like any time sort of soon as in during like the original trilogy or, or like anything like that. So yeah, I, just, I hadn't thought about it like that, but see, the thing is because, because they can kind of do this time travel thing. It's like, she might be dead, but maybe, maybe she finds a gateway to be able to go back to the fight with Balin and do things differently. Maybe. Yeah. There was, so this is, this is the, obviously the other angle or kills Balin when he's a jet, when he's in order 66 or something, you know what I mean? So he's never around in the first place or whatever the gate, like I said, it sort of depends on when the, and also because, um, you know, Filoni's done it before, like you've just explained in Rebels. So he's my thought, oh, I'd be really cool to do the gateway world between worlds thing, you know, live action, because that really will mess everybody up. Um, so it does make more sense to do it like that. You know, she goes back, back to the future, you know, creates a different timeline. And you know, Biff is the millionaire. <laughs> As we know, you can't fuck about with the timelines. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's probably that. That is more of a thing. But then my thinking, only because of that line, like I said, is is that she thinks she's going to become more powerful as a, as a dead, like Obi Wan did. Um, and that would be a fuck amazingly bold move to kill off sort of your main character but then it was in episode four and and as we know this has got lots of traits with the prequels and the originals isn't it like there's so many like little things and lines and you know what i mean throughout yeah. the whole thing. and obviously rebels as well yeah no um, de- mate, definitely that you've, you've you've made a really good point there and one that i hadn't actually really thought about myself i thought maybe maybe anakin had like pulled her into the world beyond beyond worlds as she was like falling through the air, maybe like to, to like rescue her. Um, like Ezra did when he pulled yeah. her through from the jewel. It just, it just feels like a repeat of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could be, or it could be that she actually like in the living world, she currently did fall off the edge of the cliff and she's dead and she's what, but she's woken up in the world between worlds because she's learned, the art of becoming a force ghost, mm. um, which sidebar throws up a question of how how did Anakin do that really? Because well, this when, is it. When would he have learned that? I know. I mean, he was dark for most of his life. Yeah, well, probably half and half. I don't know. I don't know how old well, Vader was, but yeah, but um, he wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been. How would he? Like Yoda wouldn't have like sent in the secret, or Qui Gon wouldn't have like told him no. That. Thing, do you know what I mean? No. That's a strange oh, one. Because obviously Obi-Wan learnt it when he was, as we know, in that series, you know, with Qui-Gon, that's sort of when his training was there. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, I know he comes back in Jedi, so right at the, right at the end. So we know he is a false ghost. But does he, you know, again, like what you, what you just said, like, does he sort of deserve to be one? When did he learn it? Like, you know, because obviously he has brought balance to the force in the end by chucking 
you know, with Emperor off the off a balcony. Yeah. But, but obviously he's just done it in a very detoury kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't do it in episode three. That's some detour. <laughs> yeah, some detour. I mean, there's scenic routes and then there's scenic routes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's but that's the thing. Like, there's two different questions. Like, does he deserve to be? Is one whole question, and how did he learn about doing it? Is another question. So, yeah, maybe we might find that out. Maybe if him and Ahsoka mm. have a little chinwag for for five minutes at the start of the next episode, mm. maybe we might get some flashbacks and stuff. Maybe that'd be pretty nifty. Yeah, so this is where we might go and flashback in, or or maybe the like you say, the time zone or the time what we're in mm. is the flashback itself. You know what I mean? Like, you know. But yeah, there's some. I think there will be an element of flashback where whatever some line we go. But obviously, we know he is a false guy because we've seen him as a false guy. You know? Yeah, but yeah. But it's just like we never asked. We've never had that debate. No, <laughs> How no, did that we happen? haven't. No, that's true. And it happened because obviously George Lucas just went at the end of the film, all three of them are going to be forced close together. Yes. So yeah. we don't have to explain why, you know, which is fine. I mean, it's lucky that he bloody changed it to Hayden Christensen in a way, because otherwise we wouldn't have any of this like now. No. no. So all the all those people out there that moan about it, just you know, think on because we wouldn't be having this sort of stuff going on now with like well, this obviously this show and um, potentially having him back for other things as well. So yeah, that's uh, well done, George. Well done. Yeah, stuck to your guns. Well, yeah. But then the other question for George is obviously our opening line is, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But obviously we now got more galaxies. <laughs> <laughs> that fucks that up as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah, to be fair, it does. If Although. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how much time we'll spend in the other galaxy, though. Probably not that much, I wouldn't have thought. No, I think it's, or, or it could be another excuse for just another sort of trilogy. Another world, you know what I mean? Like, just we keep going to multiple planets anyway, so have more planets. Yeah, true. <laughs> in the, the true. galaxy, so it's just true. infinite. Because I, I watched the um, I watched the sort of original main trailer for this again um, today. Uh, before recording, and the, the other sh- the other shot of um, Thrawn from behind his head, he's on that Eye of Sion. Oh, uh, is he? Like he's on the ship. Yeah, like you can see, like the kind of the gold gilding and stuff. So they definitely get him on board. Um, so I don't know exactly how much time we'll spend in the other galaxy, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because. The way Balin's talking about, like he's like, "Oh, we're gonna like we're gonna get like power," because I think Ahsoka said, "Like, are you what like power from Thrawn?" And he was just like, he was like, not directly, but like something else, and that didn't really get explained very well. But mm. yeah, I don't know if it's something to do with. It might even be something to do with something going on in the other galaxy, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Shin and Balin of, um, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's getting very convoluted and yeah. tangly now. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> yeah, it's the introduction of a new galaxy. I mean, it's complicated enough. Yeah, I'm excited, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but, but then one thing yeah. I did notice is that sort of as it ends is the old Vader theme 
Well, this that? is it. What, the which, thing chain comes on. Which, which Anakin have we got? We don't know, do we? Mm. Could be, is it good Anakin? Is it bad Anakin? Well, he didn't have red eyes, did he? No, but he could be concealing those. Yeah. You know, like to he a was, He looks like he was dressed in his gear mm. um, before he, yeah, sort of during that Rebels time, you know. Yeah, he that is sort of Revenge of the Sith time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he was good and bad in that, wasn't he, wearing that yeah. outfit? So we it, it's interesting, yeah, because like you say, there was a little hint of the uh Imperial March. Mm. Um so is it gonna be a good Anakin, a bad Anakin? Is he gonna try and stop Ahsoka from from her mission? Is he gonna try and help her? Mm. Are we gonna get flashbacks to stuff that he wants to talk to her about because I said to you, didn't I? I think before, like, Ahsoka's going to look at him and be like, "Bro, what the fuck happened? Yeah, what did you do? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean?" And maybe he might. Like, I've seen some people say this online, but like, there seems to be a, a lot of pull at the moment of people saying that we're that we're going to see the jewel of Mustafa. Yes, I remember. So I remember you telling me that before this is all kicked off. You said, "Oh, I hope this doesn't happen. She's mm. gonna see it and sort of tweak it or whatever, get involved." She yeah, sort of like flashback thing. And then I was like, ah, that "Sounds way too complicated." But now, obviously, with this thing, <laughs> get out kicking off. So yeah, maybe we will. Maybe we will. But I, I would again. I would definitely would like to stick with what we originally said, which is like just leave that alone. It'd be, I mean, it'd be good for her to see it as it's happening or something, you know, like from a different point of view, but don't get involved in it, obviously. But yeah, I think, um, I think if they, that, yeah, that's well left alone. That's that's that story happened, you know. Yeah, I think if they do, if they do do that, it's got to be just as like a like a viewing tool only where Anakin's like, look, this is this is what happened, and we see bits and pieces. And so if we get what, an explanation from him, yes, you know essentially why the fuck he went nut he went AWOL yes um from that moment all the way up to you know um because I'm yeah Soka must know what happened because obviously she knows Luke Luke Skywalker so well she must have known that you know Anakin did become good and chuck chuck the Emperor Emperor away. Yeah threw him away like an old piece of tissue so so well we'll see so what okay then predictions for the next step then what do we reckon well so there's two two things that make me think that we we might be getting some stuff like that maybe flashbacks and stuff a is Filoni's directed this episode as well very good right. has written it so we, you know what that, we all know. You know you know what that means Luke's going to pop up Luke Lando Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone's going to be there. Um, yeah. And also, they announced um, about 12 hours ago that they are doing selected cinema screenings of it. Yes, I did see that as well. Mm. Are they doing them in this country or is it just in the United States of the Great America? So I, <laughs> so I went on the website that was dealing with the American side of it. But it said on, on the website, enter your zip code or postal code to like mm. find nearest screenings. 
So I went, oh, great. So I typed mine in and it just basically came up with a blank screen and it was just like loading, 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 loading for like, I left it for ages and ages and I, and I tried it again and again. I just got the same result. So I went on Twitter and just said, look, can anyone explain to UK based people, like where can we find out the info? And um, I tagged in our mate, Mark Newbold. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously he's got a little inside scoop on things. Um, and he actually replied and said that um, apparently Empire Magazine are hosting hosting it somewhere, uh, a screen in, in London at a cinema. And then they're going to do like a podcast chat afterwards as well. Right. Um, but they haven't announced like any details about it yet. I will, I will check um, Twitter again later to have a look, but it'll be next Tuesday. Um, I was thinking maybe if I could get a couple of tickets, would you be free? Um, maybe absolutely yeah absolutely <laughs> we'll do nice. a pod straight after like empire magazine um exactly we could do it in the lobby do the lobby and then they say <laughs> sorry sir you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave. We, we've got to put on the uh teenage mutant ninja turtles oh yeah of course <laughs> 11 o'clock showing <laughs> So I think so that coupled with the fact that Filoni has written and directed this one makes me think that it's a big one. We'll, we'll get something pretty special, yeah. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's got to be a big one, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think predictions. I think I think we'll get a good a good chunk of Anakin and Ahsoka having a chat, and then I don't know. I just get a sense of there's going to be a reveal of like this Anakin's going to be like a bad Anakin. I don't know why. And he's he's gonna like try and kill Ahsoka, maybe. And maybe they have a little duel. She manages to escape. Um, but then but then obviously on the like the other story side of it will be we get to see some of the new galaxy, which would be cool. Yeah. Um obviously Morgan and Balin and Shim will be looking for um Thrawn. So Sabine maybe tries to escape her her cell or wherever they put her. Although Balaam, I don't know, Balaam might let her go with them if he's trying mm. to sort of convert her a little bit, you know? I don't know. Well, also he's a man down now. He's a man down, that's true. Yeah. So he might need to sort of to influence her to join his sort of band of merry men. Are we thinking... Should we get some T-shirts printed up? Justice for Morocco. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did uh, kind of just just die. He did. He did. Well, you know, when they had a little fight, a little uh, little fight in sort of the first episode, he, he looked pretty decent. But yeah, this time he let himself down by doing a whole sort of spinny lightsaber thing. Mate, don't do that. Everyone does that. Everyone <laughs> dies. <you know>. Um. <sighs> It looks impressive, but you know. Yeah. So she knows where the gaps are, doesn't she? She knows where the gaps are. She knows where the gaps are, mate. Um, I mean, it, it was uh yeah. Yeah, no, it was oh it's very interesting. But yeah, if Dave if Dave big Dave's back, then we are in, into a big and I think nice so, mate. Hour episode. I, I hope I hope so. I hope so. Um obviously we're gonna get to see Thrawn. 
Um, yes. That might be the end of the episode. Maybe that that you know they actually mm-hmm. find him or whatever. Um, I don't think we'll get any Ezra action in this one. I think that will come a bit later. Saving so, them. Yeah. But then the ram- we've got to, we've also got to find out what the ramifications are for the alliance as well. Obviously, Hera's going to go back to base and be like, "Look, they've made, they've made the jump, so something big's going down." Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see. Right, maybe we might see Mon Mothma again. Maybe. Yeah, rebel friends have gone. Mm. Yeah, maybe she goes back to the um to the Senate to the senators and says, "Look, this like I said, I did predict this." It's bigger than we think. Mm. Thrawn's coming back. They went to yes. hyperspace like no other. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's sort of like I like I love that I did like that scene when they did do the hyperspace mega hyperspace where then the ship the X wings start clashing with each other a little bit. And there was yeah. a little bit of a Darth Vader spin, wasn't there? Like, oh, oh, spinning <laughs> into space. Yes, that was very cool. Shout out! There was there was a, a Mandalorian cameo in one of those X wings. Was there? Yeah, um, Brandon Wayne played one of the pilots, and he plays he's a he's a Mandalorian. He's one of the Mandos. Oh, I see. He's the one that does a lot of the. Um, I think he's the gunslinger. He's the one who does a lot of the blaster stuff when he's okay doing doing all of that. So um, yeah, it's nice for him to to get a little role. Without a helmet on, yeah, not a bit of show a bit of face. Yeah, it's pretty decent. So um, yeah, happy days. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens. Hopefully, we get to see into the mark. If not, we'll be back um, here in our uh, homes late at night, <laughs> just discussing and trying to predict what what the hell's going on. Yeah, that'd be good. I'll, I'll keep an eye on on that, mate, because we we could do like a little. Um, sort of pre-recorded episode, like live episode, like we did at the quiz. Yeah. If we get to go to the cinema, um, definitely we'll find a, a pub somewhere. Yeah, that'd be good. We could do that, and then, uh, but if not, like you say, we'll be back hopefully same time, same place next week. And episode five, I mean, we'll be over halfway then. But yeah, big Dave's back in the director's chair. There he is, and him and his hat. Good stuff, all right, mate. Good to see you, and. Uh... Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, have you got our X slash Twitter handle? If you want to have a comment. At Get... UK Star Wars Pod. Look Get us involved. up. Um, yeah, look us up. Send us questions. Send us thoughts. Let us know what you think about Ahsoka or anything from the wider Star Wars franchise. We're happy to chat about it all. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's it for another episode, is it? another week goodbye everybody and beautiful next week may the force be with you all starting our approach deactivate the security shield security deflective shield will be deactivated when we have confirmation of your code transmission stand by <laughs>